بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لذت ذکر نام خدا ہی چمن اور غفلت کی دنیا ہے دشت و دمن آپ کے نام پر جس نے ہجرت کیا پا گیا پا گیا او بہارے وطن لذت ذکر نام خدا ہے چمن اور غفلت کی دنیا ہے دشت و دمن آپ کے نام پر جس نے ہجرت کیا پا گیا پا گیا او بہارے وطن ہے ضروری گناہوں کو بھی چھوڑ دے ہے ضروری گناہوں کو بھی چھوڑ دے اصل ہجرت نہیں صرف تر کے وطن یہ ہے پیزان آہو فغا دیکھ لو یہ ہے پیزان آہو فغا دیکھ لو دامن کوہ میں دل ہے کہ سامگن دامن کوہ میں دل ہے کہ سامگن لذت ذکر نام خدا ہے چمن اور غفلت کی دنیا ہے دشت و دمن آپ کے نام پر جس نے ہجرت کیا پا گیا پا گیا او بہارے وطن بل یقیپا یہ گان سبت اولیاء بل یقیپا یہ گان سبت اولیاء جس کے دل کو لگی ہے خدا سے لگن جس کے دل کو لگی ہے خدا سے لگن شہر محبوب ہوگا جہاں بھی کہیں شہر محبوب ہوگا جہاں بھی کہیں عاشقوں کا سنا ہے وہی ہے وطن عاشقوں کا سنا ہے وہی ہے وطن لذت ذکر نام خدا ہے چمن اور غفلت کی دنیا ہے دشت و دمن آپ کے نام پر جس نے ہجرت کیا پا گیا پا گیا او بہارے وطن 
پھر مدینہ کی لذت کو میں کیا کہوں پھر مدینہ کی لذت کو میں کیا کہوں کاش ہوتا مدینے میں میرا وطن کاش ہوتا مدینے میں میرا وطن کس طرح میں کہوں دل سے دوستوں کس طرح میں کہوں دل سے دوستوں زندہ بادے وطن زندہ بادے وطن لذت ذکر نام خدا ہے چمن اور غفلت کی دنیا ہی دشت و دمن ہے وطن میں مگر دل مدینے میں ہے ہے وطن میں مگر دل مدینے میں ہے اے مدینہ فدا تجھ پہ ہوں سد وطن اے مدینہ فدا تجھ پہ ہوں سد وطن نیک لوگوں میں ہو صاحب درد دل نیک لوگوں میں ہو صاحب درد دل اے چمن میں کوئی جیسے رش کو چمن اے چمن میں کوئی جیسے رش کے چمن لذت ذکر نام خدا ہے چمن اور غفلت کی دنیا ہے دشت و دمن آپ کے نام پر جس نے ہجرت کیا پا گیا پا گیا وہ وطن روز شب ہے یہ اختر کی آہو فوا روز شب ہے یہ اختر کی آہو فوا بخش دے روز محشر مجھے دلمنن بخش دے روز محشر مجھے دلمنن لذت ذکر نام خدا ہے چمن اور غفلت کی دنیا ہے دشت و دمن آپ کے نام پر جس نے ہجرت کیا پا گیا پا گیا بہار وطن ہے ضروری گناہوں کو بھی چھوڑ دے ہے ضروری گناہوں کو بھی چھوڑ دے اصل ہجرت نہیں صرف تر کے وطن ہے ضروری گناہوں کو بھی چھوڑ دے
असल हिजरत नहीं सिर्फ तरके वतन ഫ്ഷമുൻകർ ഉസ്ലമ <coughs> <coughs> brothers and elders our purpose of having come in atikaf those of us who are in atikaf those of us who are not in atikaf but have been gathering here our purpose is only to try and get closer to allah taala to rectify ourselves bring in our lives what we should have remove from ourselves what we should not be having and in this way gain the pleasure of allah tbarak wa taala this will bring the good of dunya make us successful in dunya and the real and main and eternal success of the akhirat is also then waiting for us so this is the objective this is the purpose and this is what we have to now reflect upon that for the past so many days we have had some discussions we've heard and spoken about some things how much of this now is going to be part of our system it's going to become a means of now propelling us forward alhamdulillah whatever we've spoken whatever we've heard allah taala accepted out of his grace and mercy but the aspect is now amal <coughs> listening speaking that is not an object in itself that is an object that is an a means to an end as discussed earlier today in the jumua those who were perhaps not present they were came in now so for their benefit we'll repeat this and for our benefit also that listening to the talks of deen this is something very important that this is the rain water for this land of the heart if the land doesn't get rain days go by weeks go by months go by and it doesn't get any rain it slowly starts drying up and after it dries up then the trees the vegetation that also all starts dying up first there'll be no fruit there'll be no leaves also then the branches will start drying up also and then in time the slightest wind and that tree will be uprooted then what gets left on that land that dry land you'll find a lot of weeds all over the place 
you'll find some thorny bushes, you'll find things which are of no benefit to anybody, but if somebody walks close by, he'll get harmed, he'll get scratched, he'll get hurt. So likewise, this heart, it requires this rain water of the talks of deen. And likewise, the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. When this land will be watered regularly and not just coincidentally only. Coincidentally, like for example, the day of Jumu'ah. The day of Jumu'ah now, Alhamdulillah, that too is an opportunity for us to take full benefit. But you should not be confined to that. And unfortunately, many times, that advice that is being given on a day of Jumu'ah, many a person at that time is just now, that this is an opportunity now to just recollect what work got done for the morning, what's left to do in the afternoon. Like the one person, there was a confusion in how many rakats actually were performed, whether it was three or four. So he was very confident that it was only three. Everybody else was in doubt. They asked him, how come you so sure? So he said, well, in each rakat, I've got four shops. In each rakat, I make the hisab kitab of one shop. Today, only three got to be finished. One is still outstanding. So it was definitely only three rakats, not four. So even in our salah, our dunya hasn't left. During that talk of deen also, that dunya is with us. So obviously, listening in that manner, there's going to be no benefit to us. And no matter what was discussed, what ayat of the Qur'an Sharif were presented, what ahadith of Nabi Islam were discussed, but nothing will really benefit us because we didn't even hear with the heart. Oh, sometimes we are hearing for the entertainment value. Unfortunately, this is a tragic situation that very often our choice of when we will go to a talk of deen is based on what is the entertainment value. Not that the speaker is out there to entertain anybody. But where we feel some kind of excitement and entertainment for ourselves, then only we will go to attend that talk. And if somebody is pouring his heart out, but it doesn't sound so exciting to us, then that is something that won't be for us. This is now not for us. So this listening to the talks of Deen, this is essential, not only on a coincidental basis, like the day of Jumu'ah. That time also is to listen with our hearts. But together with that, from time to time, on a weekly basis, to be taking some advice of deen on a daily basis, the ta'aleem that takes place in our masjids, is also part of this advice of deen. And then, further than that, the mashayikh, the ulama kiram, in various areas, regularly have Majalis, programs, wherever we can fit ourselves in, provided it is the ulama'i haq, then this is something very necessary for us. This is the rainwater for this land of the heart. And if this rainwater is taken in, one is this rain is coming, but we are keeping that land just completely rocky, then this water will all just flow away. But we soften this heart also with the correct intention that I want to change my life for the better. I want to take something back out of this discussion which I want to bring in my life. At least one thing I must bring in my amal immediately. That this must inshallah spur me to make tawbah. That 
this must become a means of me getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. This must become a means of my complete Islam. According to our niyat, Allah Ta'ala will bless us. So if that niyat is there, that is already softening this ground. If that niyat is not even there, then we haven't even softened the ground. So with the right niyat, with the right talab, that yearning, that wanting to take something back, the want to better ourselves, then when a person allows this rain to fall on the land of his heart in this manner, then it will start sprouting that vegetation, it will bring about those trees, it will start bringing those fruit of amal, those flowers of akhlaq, it will start bringing all the good things in him. Obviously, it requires his making an effort as well, but this will help tremendously to bring these, all these things alive. And days on end, it's only dunya and dunya and dunya. And there's no dini advice that's been taken, except where we got no choice but to listen to something. Like the day of Jumu'ah, sometimes it is just because we got no choice, so we got to listen to it. So there's no intention to learn anything. There's no intention to make amal. There's no intention to change something for the better in our lives. So mashallah, whoever is giving that advice, he is pouring his heart out. But like that rain comes in torrents sometimes, and it just flows over that rocky land and is gone. So apart from this, which we should still pay full attention in that Juma talk, or any other occasion where we are there by chance sometimes, for example, it is some program that we just came for, maybe some Hivs Khatam, for example, or it's a Nikah taking place, and there's some advice being given. So we take full advantage of those opportunities as well. Over and above that, to have some tartib that way we take regular dini advice and water this land of our hearts. Now all these good things will come, inshallah. But if this rain water is not there, day after day, week after week, months go by, it starts drying up. When it starts drying up, first the salah starts drying up. You'll find the jamaat stopping. You'll find the mamulat stopping. But when something stops, it doesn't leave a vacuum. Something else starts coming in. That mamulat stopped, and you'll find the social media taking the gap. And you'll find then YouTube, which flushes everything down the tubes, taking the gap. And a person sitting on his phone and whiling away hours. He doesn't have time now for deen. His salah is also being compromised. And his family is also being compromised. And deen and dunya are both suffering. But it started off way that things were allowed to get neglected. When something now went out of the system. So all these futile things and Allah forbid haram things start filling the gap. And then each time a sin fills the gap it starts decreasing the tawfiq of righteousness further. So another sin came in, the tawfiq of righteousness starts decreasing even more. And Allah forbid this starts becoming a cycle. More evil and less good then. So this is the aspect that we need to keep watering the heart of this land with the talks of deen, with the zikr of Allah wa ta'ala 
and not just for the sake of passing some time or for the sake of some entertainment but for the sake of developing this consciousness of Allah wa ta'ala for the sake of bringing this reality of deen in our hearts and lives for the sake of becoming true and obedient servants of Allah ta'ala this is objective so mashallah this time Allah ta'ala made it possible for us to be in atikaf to be in the masjid, to be in the house of Allah Ta'ala, as mentioned on the first day, that those of us who had been afforded this opportunity, this was because we needed it most. We were more sick than anybody else, we needed the ICU. But now that we were given this opportunity of the ICU, what have we benefited out of it? What determinations we have made for the way forward? Because when the person went into the ICU, wasn't there to pass time, it was to get healthy, to come out again. And be able to get back with life in a healthy manner. So in order to help us get back to life in a healthy manner, this is one prescription of the Quran Sharif, in the ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited. Quran Sharif, the entire Quran Sharif is a book of Hidayat. Everything in the Quran Sharif is for Hidayat. But there are some ayat which summarize many things in it. And which give a simple guideline. Which highlights some aspects. If a person latches on to these few things very firmly. Then it opens the road for the rest of the things. It is not that only this a person does and does nothing else. But if he latches on to these few things very firmly this will open doors for him to now progress. So in this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala has mentioned three aspects. There are two instructions and one further aspect mentioned. And these instructions are primarily being given to Rasulullah Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala addresses Rasulullah Wasallam, who already had these aspects in his life to perfection. But he is still being addressed. This is to highlight the importance for the Ummatis. That if Nabi Islam is being addressed with this, how much more important it is for us to be doing it. Allah Ta'ala addresses Rasulullah Sallallahu and says, Utlu ma uhiya ilayka min al-kitab wa aqimis salah. It's two instructions. One is recite that which has been revealed upon you. Tilawat of the Quran Sharif. This Tilawat of the Quran Sharif, this is the prescription the Quran Sharif itself is giving. The prescription of Allah Ta'ala. For what? For this complete Islah that we are desirous of. We have come into Atikaf for this complete Islah. This Islah that we are desirous of, this is now the prescription the Quran Sharif is giving. That in your life must be this tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. Without fail, daily, there must be tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. Now, this is something, this is a point of reflection for us now. That mashallah, during the month of Ramadan, we tried as much as we could. Somebody recited much more, somebody maybe a little lesser. But everybody was, alhamdulillah, exerting themselves in doing more than normal tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. Allah ta'ala accept all the tilawat that was made, Allah Ta'ala make it a means of tremendous khair and barakat. The question is, 
what is the determination, the firm intention in terms of the way forward. Have we made some kind of azam, some kind of real determined intention, some decision that daily this is the amount of tilawat that I must make. This is the time of the day that I am going to allocate for tilawat daily. The time fixed and the minimum amount fixed. Maximum, whatever Allah Ta'ala gives tawfiq. But the time fixed and the ideal time after Fajr. This is a very Mubarak time. It's a time where Nabi Islam has made dua for barakat for the ummah in this time. Allahumma barik li ummati fi bukuriha. Allah grant my ummah barakat in the early part of his morning. This is a dua of Rasulullah for the ummah to be given barakat in the first part of the day. This early morning is up to sunrise time. This is the main time of this barakat. And that's why some people say that they have to sleep because the barakat that comes in that sleep, they don't get it at other times. But as they say, you snooze, you lose. So this barakat was not for sleeping. This barakat is for staying awake. And the zikr that is made at that time, the tilawat that is made at that time, other amal that are done at that time, there is a special barakat in that. There is a special barakat in whatever is done in that time. And even whatever other day-to-day work starts off early in the morning, there is far more barakat in that compared to that which starts off later in the day. What a person can achieve in the first part of the day, in that amount of time he can't achieve, or rather sometimes double that amount of time, he can't achieve that amount of work later in the day. This is the effect of the bar- dua of Rasulullah Allahumma barik li ummati fi bukuriha. So to have this in our minds and hearts, now alhamdulillah we had this opportunity, Allah Ta'ala gave us this great gift and na'mad. But it must not just end off just on that note where we came and went. It must make a difference for the way forward. So now this needs to be something that we do, that we fix this. We make a firm resolution that daily, this time of the day, and this is the minimum amount of tilawat. This tilawat, one is the tilawat that happens even without being able to understand anything that a person is reciting. That tilawat is also full of barakat and blessing. That tilawat also brings the torrents of the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala. And on that tilawat also, on every letter, the minimum reward is ten blessings. And together with that, what has been described by the mashayikh is that there is nothing more effective than tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif with tadabbur, with pondering. There is nothing more effective than that in developing the ma'rifat of Allah Ta'ala. So even if it is just the short surah that we might know the meaning of, Surah Al-Fatiha and few other surahs too, but some part of the Qur'an Sharif with tadabbur, with this pondering, meditating over the meaning of what we are reciting. Even if it is short surahs, and we should be trying to learn some of the meanings of the short surahs which we recite in the Salah regularly, to be able to focus on what we are reciting.
So this tilawat is something that should become part and parcel of our daily life, whether it is a weekday or whether it is the weekend. Or to put it in other words, whether it is the strong end or the weak end. Because many a times in the weekend, people's deen becomes weak also. That salah which they were regular with during the strong end, come the weekend, that salah falls away. And that tilawat falls away. That tasbihat falls away. And it seems like that off day, everything must switch off, even deen knows Allah must switch off. So this is something that a mu'min, there's no change in his pattern in terms of deen. What his a'mal are, those a'mal are for every day of the year. So this tilawat daily. And then together with the daily tilawat, there are certain specific tilawats. For example, daily surah Yasin. Then in the evening, Allah Ta'ala gives tawfiq surah Mulk. There's great rewards mentioned for all these, the virtues you might be familiar with, or we can learn about it from the ulama ikram. The weekly tilawat, together with our daily mamul, on Friday, Suratul Kahf, Suratul Dukhan, person decides Surah Dukhan, Allah Ta'ala builds on a Friday, Allah Ta'ala builds for him a palace in Jannat. So there are various other aspects of the Quran Sharif, portions of the Quran Sharif that have special virtue. We should try to make an effort to recite this as well. This tilawat, now we are asked, we are looking for this Islam. One is, we are just looking for sawab only. No, we are not only looking for sawab. We will get sawab, inshallah. We are looking for this islah. And this is the prescription the Quran Sharif is giving us. So one is, utlu ma'uhiya ilayka min al-kitab. The second thing Nabi Islam is being told is, wa aqimish salah. As we mentioned, this is addressed to Rasulullah who had these aspects to perfection in his life. To the highest level of perfection. But he is being addressed to give us the message that how important it is for us to make an effort on it. Aqim is salah, iqamat salah, we discussed in detail previous discussions that this has to be done in the best possible manner. All five daily salah with jama'ah in a manner that we are doing it with khushu and khudu, fulfilling all the adab and etiquette, giving salah prior importance. Giving salah importance over and above all our other aspects. Juggling other things around to make sure salah doesn't get moved from its place. Unfortunately, we first fill the day's program with everything else and see where we can put the salah in, if it gets a place. Or, we know, okay, we have to perform salah at a certain time, but if something else comes in the way, salah will get juggled. That's never to happen. That salah must be the highest priority. And everything else can get juggled to make sure that the salah doesn't get affected. So this is the second aspect, iqamat salah And this regarding this Allah Ta'ala further says, when this iqamat salah will be achieved, the regular performance of salah, fulfilling all its adab and etiquette in the way that it's supposed to be done, then the benefit thereafter will be إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ This is that islah now happening. The tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, this will bring the heart alive. And iqamat salah إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ That this salah prevents a person from all kinds of lewd and all kinds of evil activities. One explanation of fahsha 
is those kind of actions which anyone and everyone understands to be evil. Whether mu'min or disbeliever, like for example stealing or zina or murder, these are things anybody understands it to be evil. And munkar are those things that deen has highlighted that these are evils. Otherwise many people don't understand it to be evil. So all these aspects, whether it is something that is understood to be evil by everybody, or whether the deen has declared it unlawful. Salah has the effect in itself. This is the effect of Salah. That the Salah will be a means of him getting saved from all this. Now this is the sum total of that Islam. That whether the Fahsha and Munkar, those evil aspects, are external or internal, whether it is that zina or that intoxication or that gambling, which we all look at with disgust and rightly so, or whether it's that pride lurking in our hearts, that jealousy, that malice, the ego, and all these various sins of the heart which are sometimes worse than the external sins also. So the salah has an effect in itself of preventing a person from all this. So now the question comes that many a person is performing his salah and side by side every other evil is carrying on also. So the issue is that the salah has it become salah yet. In one hadith, Nabi Islam is reported to have said Mallam tanhahu salatuhu anil fahsha'i wal munkar fala salatalahu that that person whose salah doesn't stop him from evil, he has not even performed salah. Maybe he went through the motions. He was making his hisab kitab. He was going through the motions. He was filling in the register. I was also around. I was present too. At the most, he was trying to just get done with something so I don't get into trouble. So anyhow, somehow I must just get it done. So that I don't get punished. But the etiquettes of Salah were not there. The mustahabbat, the sunnats of Salah were missing. That Salah, it was last in, first out. There was no care about the sunnats thereafter. Nawafil is a distant thing. So then that Salah has not yet become Salah. When that Salah hasn't become Salah, Allah forbid the person will make Salam. And then he starts making ghibah to somebody next to him. He will spend one hour in the masjid and he'll walk out and he'll already be now fiddling on his phone and looking for something haram. He'll be still in the masjid and he'll be planning what kind of that deceptive transaction he's going to do and how he's going to do it. And how he's going to swindle somebody in such a way that that person doesn't know he got bought and sold also. And he'll be planning it inside the masjid. And all kinds of evils and vices he'll be Allah forbid planning and plotting even sometimes in his salah. Because that salah hasn't become salah. Had that salah been salah, then it would have this effect that it will stop him from all kinds of vices. That has become now from the Quran Sharif a yardstick to judge. That what is the quality of our salah? Each one has got this yardstick to judge for himself. That has my salah yet become salah or not? And if not, then I have to make a lot of efforts on my salah. 
if I am still not able to save myself from those temptations, I am still not able, to, if I am deliberately plotting and planning to commit haram and getting involved in all those evils, then I still have a lot to still make an effort on my salah. If I am simultaneously performing salah and all this is still happening, then a salah is highly deficient. This is the yardstick the Quran Sharif has given us for each one of us to check for ourselves. And thereafter Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَا ذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ so first was Utluma ilayka min al-kitab. The recitation of the Quran Sharif is also a very great zikr, the greatest zikr. Because this is the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. But though this has already been mentioned, separately Allah Ta'ala says, Wala zikrullahi akbar. And the zikr of Allah Ta'ala is the greatest thing. That the zikr of Allah Ta'ala has to come alive. And if the zikr of Allah Ta'ala truly comes alive, in reality comes within us, then we will be saved from all the issues that we find ourselves in. The zikr, if it comes in reality, and alhamdulillah, that which we are, that little tasbihat we may be reciting, the zikr that we may be reciting, sometimes maybe half-heartedly to Allah forbid, but even that is also not devoid of benefit. That must not be something we content with. That is something must become a stepping stone to bettering it. Now this is the prescription the Quran Sharif is giving. Now we have to check now what is our program for the way forward. In terms of our salah, what is going to be the resolution for the way forward? Is there going to be a conscious effort? What is a half-hearted effort? but a genuine conscious effort to make sure that every salah is performed with jama'at, it's time to perform it with takbir ula making salah the highest priority of our day and lives. That's something for us to sit and reflect on. And how are we going to try and make sure this stays on track? That fajr salah, the Asar Salah, which might be in winter months, for example, in the midst of that busy business time. How are you going to make sure that that doesn't get affected in any way also? That Isha Salah in summer, which might be very late, for some of us might be very late. How are you going to make sure that gets done with Jamaat also? That's the programming that is required. That's the self-check that we have to do. That's the reflection that is required of us. One of the things about, this is on a general note, that Alhamdulillah we listen to the talks of Deen and we should be doing this, as mentioned earlier. But there's two parts to this. One is the food we have to eat. If you want to get nourished, we'll have to eat the food. If you don't eat any food, then in a short time it'll be too weak to walk and then after that it'll spell death if that carries on. So likewise, the person doesn't eat spiritual food, then in a short while, all his spiritual heart will die off. So one is to eat the food. But after having eaten the food, it is also necessary that the digestive system does its job and the food digests correctly. Now after the food has digested correctly, then the body will get the nourishment. But if supposing the person's digestive system is in a problem, there is some 
ailment, illness. So he ate the food, but he didn't digest. Mashallah, he ate the food, but he didn't digest. The body will get no nourishment out of it. Likewise, we heard, as this physical nourishment is taken through the mouth, this nourishment is taken through the ears. But after having heard it, it has to still be digested. For it to become a means of nourishing our spiritual selves. And the digestion happens by means of sitting thereafter and thinking about it. Pondering. What have I heard? What am I going to do now? Otherwise, we heard, but then it's sitting somewhere between the two ears. As we go out, if there's a strong wind, it blows out the other side. So it needs to be digested. Digested by this tafakkur. By this pondering, meditating, thinking about it. Okay, this is what I've heard now. What, what about it? How am I going to now take it forward? How much of this is in my life? Or how much am I involved in this wrong that was discussed? How am I going to sort this out now? What steps am I going to take? So in any case, these three things are the things that now we need to program ourselves. iqamat salah this daily tilawat, and our daily zikr and tasbihat. That without fail, these three things must happen. And every day, a fixed time, we fix the time for it. The salah is already fixed. The time for the tasbihat and zikr, it can all be done at one time. It can be done spaced over the day. Something is done after fajr. Something is done after zuhr. Whatever is convenient. The ideal is everything is done after fajr. But whatever is convenient... So there's a fixed time for that tilawat, there's a fixed time for those tasbihat and dhikr, and as far as possible it is done in that fixed time. And some laziness comes, some tiredness comes, the person makes sabr and fulfills it in that time. Unless it's beyond his capacity, he's very ill, something urgent has come up, that's a different issue. But to get that barakat and that consistency, he keeps it in that fixed time. And then the conscious effort on his salah to keep improving. We are in the dunya of that age where everything has to constantly be upgraded and updated. Our cars, our phones and anything and everything. Updating and upgrading is an ongoing process. Now is the time to start focusing on upgrading our salah. On upgrading our tilawat. Upgrading our zikr. Upgrading our dua. So if these three things are brought properly into our lives, then inshallah the door for everything else will open out. And this itself will become the protection from all the evils and vices. So that Islam that we had been seeking, that we are desirous of, that we have been making dua for, now this is a prescription. There's dua and there's dawa also. There's dua and we have to take the medication as well. This is that spiritual medication that Allah Ta'ala is giving us in the Qur'an Sharif. Now, especially those of us who are in Atikaf, tonight, we are to sit down for a few minutes. And if somebody even takes the effort to write it down, that's all the better. That what is our determined intention, what is our resolution with regards to these three aspects? How are we going to upgrade our salah from where it was? What are we going to do? What are the active steps we are going to take? Which is going to be the time for my tilawat daily? Write it down. 
make a mental note, fine. Somebody writes it down, all the better. What is going to be the time for my tasbihat and zikr? Some time for dua. And then in the case of salah, some nawafil as well. There is no time, the time is already over, but just to finish off on this, at least some nawafil. If not everything, but some nawafil. And the one aspect we discussed one of the mornings, the very easy degree or the very easy way of acquiring the basic benefits of tahajjud. We won't go into all the details now, but the real tahajjud and the main tahajjud is in the last part of the night. But a person, whatever the reason is, doesn't have that himmat, cannot make it at that time, then at least after our Isha Salah, we make at least two rakats nafil with the niyat of tahajjud, niyat of siyamul layl. After the sunnats of Isha, then before the witr, if it's done after the witr also is no problem, before the witr, two rakats nafil with the niyat of qiyamul layl. The benefits of this, this is the way of all the pious people, this is from the Hadith Sharif. Da'bu salihina qablakum. The way of all the pious before you. This is a means of forgiveness of your sins. This is a means of protection from shaitan. Now, this is a crucial thing we are all battling with. And this constancy on Qiyamul Layl becomes a protection for a person from all the attacks of shaitan. It requires this constancy. Now there's two rakats. It'll take us three minutes. And if sometimes we find ourselves that we have to leave in a hurry, but then we were so much in a hurry to leave, we are talking for 33 minutes outside. So it's three minutes. And that's the time shaitan will bring every other urgency in the mind. That you have to leave now. And then when a person reaches outside, then he remembers, no, it wasn't so urgent. But while he's inside the house of Allah Ta'ala, everything becomes very urgent to leave. Whereas a mu'min, in the hadith sharif it has been described, a mu'min in the masjid is like a fish in water. He feels at home. So this is something that we now need to work out our timetable, our program for the way forward. And also what we discussed right at the beginning, this watering of the land of our heart with the dini advice, with the intention of our Islam and rectification, the intention of getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, inshallah we latch on to this one prescription of the Qur'an Sharif also properly, this will become a means of bringing the entire Qur'an Sharif into our lives and all the lessons of deen into our lives and make us among those servants of Allah Ta'ala who are His true servants. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Akhiru da'wana La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama Tasliman kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abada على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله 
ഫുസനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീനീന
Tawheed-e Ula, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us complete khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Make this salah such that it becomes a means of tanhaan al-fahshai wal-munkar for us, Ya Allah. That our salah stops us from all kinds of evil and wrong, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Give us the reality of tilawat, Ya Allah. Give us the sweetness of tilawat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, give us the pleasure of tilawat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, what face we going to show to on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've read pages and pages of all futile things, Ya Allah. We've read volumes of futile things, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, novels upon novels, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all kinds of wrong and evil, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we didn't read anything, we didn't read the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how are we going to face on the day of Qiyamah? When Nabi Sallallahu makes us complain, وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا قَوْمِ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا when Nabi Islam complains to you that, Ya oh my Rabb, my people forsook the Qur'an Sharif. They abandoned the Qur'an Sharif. Ya Allah, what, what face we will have on that day, Ya Allah? And what, what chance we have on that day if Nabi Islam is going to complain against us, Ya Allah? Ilahul Alamin, save us from that situation on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif daily, Ya Allah. With muhabbat allow us to recite the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah. With tadabbur allow us to recite the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Allah, give us a tawfiq of making your zikr every day, Ya Allah. Every minute of our lives, let us be in your obedience and remembrance, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make us conscious of you, of you at every second, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the deviations and the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. This was your gift, Ya Allah. It was your favor, Ya Allah. It was purely your blessing, Ya Allah, which we didn't deserve one bit of it, Ya Allah, that you allowed us to come in your house, Ya Allah. You grant us a topic of etikaf, Ya Allah. But it's only your karam, Ya Allah. This is no achievement of ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, those who have come, Ya Allah, have been part of the programs, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, who have been spending time in ibadat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, whatever amal we've been done, Ya Allah. And all this was solely your gift, Ya Allah. It was solely your karam and fazal, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, out of your grace, accept it also, Ya Allah. Overlook all the shortcomings and weaknesses, Ya Allah. Overlook and forgive all the mistakes, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, make it a means of gaining your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Make it a means of being attached to you, Ya Allah. Make it a means of being connected to you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make it a means of becoming disconnected from all the haram, Ya Allah. Make it a means of becoming disconnected from all the futile things, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever du'as we have been asking in all these days, Ya Allah. Out of your grace and mercy, accept it, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, whatever little time is left from this Mubarak month, Ya Allah. Enable us to appreciate it and use it correctly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, shower down your rahmat upon us, Ya Allah. Shower down your forgiveness upon us, Ya Allah. ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم فتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعادك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله